Years ago, a young Christian asked her minister who she should believe when the word of God differs from the church's doctrine of their particular denomination. He answered, why, the church, of course. The following excerpt is taken from the introduction to this website. Today, there are over 1,700 religious sects, cults, and denominations confessing to be bearers of the light, yet most are in contradiction to one another. A man or woman seeking the truth is like a rat in a maze of 1,700-plus roads with one leading to the God destination. Many will assume theirs is the correct one. Your chances are not good. Fortunately, the God who created all things has written the book and owner's manual, which is commonly known as the Holy Bible. This majority text, Holy Writ, is the alive, inerrant word of the living God, end of quote. The Word of God has been partially and by some completely rejected by much of confessing Christianity. When the Bible is rejected, God is rejected. When God is rejected, darkness possesses the soul of man. Psalms 11, verse 3, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The foundation of righteousness is the Word of God. God's Word is light and truth. Embrace life and live. The correct answer to the young Christian's question should have been, why, the Word of God, of course. If you haven't made the decision for Jesus Christ, click on the Further with Jesus on this website for easy how-to information. Do it now, and today will be the best day of your life, and as you continue in Christ, tomorrow will be better. Now for today's subject. God said, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 19, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. God said, Exodus chapter 11, verse 7, But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Man said, There is no creator. There is no God or Bible authored by him. Man evolved from nothing. Man created God. Now the record. In this life there are only two camps, only two teams, only two leaders, and only two destinies. We must choose from only two, and the outcome of that decision has eternal consequences. In the beginning, and yes, there surely was a provable beginning, there was only one voice honored by Adam and Eve. It was God's voice. In this place of oneness dwelt health, purpose, and eternal life. It was called paradise. The primary definition of paradise, according to Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language, is the Garden of Eden, in which Adam and Eve were placed immediately after their creation. End of quote. Today there appeared, appears to be many voices, one the Word of God and then all the others. But no matter how diverse the others may seem, they all possess one common root, one common denominator. This common bond is rebellion against the first voice in the garden, God's voice. The common root of rebellion among the world's voices is mandatory, simply because God and His Word are one, and He is the source of absolute truth. Truth has zero tolerance for other positions and opinions. Consequently, the world's voices possess the common denominator of rebellion. If God's Word is true, that there are only two camps, and that one tendeth to life, and the other to death, and that there is considerable observable difference between them, then it should be abundantly clear in this world, and it is. This principle is just another proof that God is, that he authored the scriptures, and that he will hold all man accountable to it at a soon-coming great white throne judgment. The religious community has so thoroughly compromised the word of God that 
Carnaldom isn't aware that there's a night and day difference. The positions and doctrines of men have changed, but God's word remains the constant truth. Ezekiel chapter 22 verses 25 through 26 speaks of compromised prophets and priests in the days that that great book of prophecy was written and the same conditions exist today, it reads. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof like a roaring lion ravening the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken the treasure and precious things. They have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned mine holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean and have hid their eyes from my Sabbaths and I am profaned among them. There truly is a difference, and God's children must declare it. You often heard the old axiom, don't talk politics or religion, and that's because there's a kinship between the two subjects. They truly have a spiritual foundation. I must first mention that I have no political affiliation. I am registered as independent, but I am, as all true Christians must be, a conservative. The conservative position is simply a Bible position. At the time of this writing, the United States has a president who is a social conservative. He stands against abortion and partial birth abortion. He stands against homosexuality and gay marriages. He stands against bigotry. He stands for Jesus Christ. He stands for capital punishment. He stands for freedom. He stands for Israel, etc. These are, of course, God's clearly stated positions. A true Christian will vote for the one who most closely lines up with the word of God, the one who is most conservative. The opposite position of the camp of the conservative is the camp of the politically liberal. I have often said, much to the abhorrence of casual listeners, that an individual cannot believe and support the liberal platform of the Democratic National Party and be a Christian who ultimately goes to heaven. Sound bizarre? Consider what Jesus said in John 14:21 and verse 24. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the father's which sent me. 1 John chapter 2, verse 4. He that saith I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. Liars who don't repent don't go to heaven. The word of God speaks of eternal life in Christ, excuse me, in Revelation chapter 21, verse 27, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus Christ commands against the murder of innocent children in and out of the womb. He commands against homosexuality and gay marriage. He stands for and instructs in the issue of capital punishment. He instructs in freedom and directs us to love Israel, etc., etc. Consequently, as these examples show, the liberal democratic platform is anti-Christ. There are only two camps. There is a difference. One liberal commentator said of the Southerners that they have too much Jesus and too many guns. Their too much Jesus shows up in their conservative voting habits and in the goodness of their hearts. In the National Generosity Index, six of the top ten states for charitable giving are Southern states. Ten out of the top ten givers voted for conservative George Bush in the 2000 election. Six of the ten stingiest states were from the North and four were from the West. Not one 
was from the Too Much Jesus, Too Many Guns South. Out of the top 30 cheapest states, 24 of them voted for the liberal Al Gore. That's 80%. The conservatives give more than their liberal cousins because of Jesus Christ. Many other factors can be measured showing the difference between the two camps, such as the substantially higher murder rate among the liberal community, etc. How about the major survey that showed the person who attends church two or more times a week lives eight years longer than the general population? See the power of going to church on this website. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 16 reads, The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. Proverbs 19.23, The fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied, he shall not be visited with evil. The difference is dramatic. Only one camp tendeth to life. Choose life and live. God said, Proverbs 11.19, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. God said, Exodus 11.7, But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that ye may know how that the Lord hath put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Man said, There is no creator. There is no God or Bible authored by him. Man evolved from nothing. Man created God. Now you have the record.